Welcome to Tanked Up, the podcast well, all about video games and beer. I'm Ben, and that's it this week. It's just me. Oh, you got yourself a little monologue episode this week. Uh, Lucy, she's not feeling very well. And Adol, he's out and about doing some university stuff. So I thought I'd still put something together for you for this week. As you can see, if you're uh, one of our video viewers, there's a large logo down in the bottom right corner of the screen suggesting that I'm going to be talking a lot about PlayStation. Um, that is what this, this episode is going to be about. My thoughts on PlayStation, what I've enjoyed about the consoles through the years, and what I'd like to see um, from the PlayStation 5. PlayStation is my main um, system of choice. It's where I play a lot of my games. I do have a PC as well, which I play a lot of stuff on. But I think the PlayStation gets the most use because it's in the most comfortable space. It's in a heated, nice, warm room. Unlike, as you can see, uh, the garage that I've been in now for um, just over 18 months, which isn't that warm at this time of year um, and isn't warm for about three months of the year. So the PlayStation uh, currently is my um, main, main system of choice. But... I feel like the garage is a bit of an excuse because that has always been the case, really. Um, I think I started out as a console gamer before um, PC gaming, uh, and we'll go into that. I'll, I'll, I'll chat about that in a moment, but this wouldn't be an episode of Tanks Up without a beer. So I have got uh, a couple of beers. I think I'm probably only going to have enough chat for one beer this evening, um, and I've already cracked it open because I was a little bit thirsty. So I am drinking this week uh, from Gamma brewing company new brewery for me this is geeked up it's a seven percent ipa uh, doesn't have um, a lot of flavor text has beautiful can art you can't quite see in the light shining through but that's a lovely lovely bit of art on the can and what do we get with this doesn't give us much da -da -da. ingredients water barley oats wheat hops and yeast doesn't tell me anything else um, seen Gamma around uh, a lot recently a uh, lot of collaborations that they've been doing, they come from Denmark um, and yeah, seen them doing a few collaborations so when I saw a couple of cans from these I picked them up so the beer the, the head's dissipated just a little but it's a nice white frothy head uh, lovely almost um, sort of slightly off orange colour to it um, thick though, very very thick, very opaque really light nose, a little bit of tropical fruit, maybe a little bit of citrus in there as well mmm ooh, that's a lovely flavour really really easy mmm maybe maybe a little stone fruits kicking up off that straight away a little bit of peach, perhaps. It's kind of not quite edging on tropical fruits. It's not quite as sweet as that, perhaps. And it does lead into this slightly, slightly danker finish. Not super dank, not weedy. 
uh, not as big and bitter as as other beers with a similar sort of stone fruit style but it does just edge towards that slightly danker slightly soured fermented kind of finish to it and a very very light bitterness on there not brutal at all but you cannot get that seven percent that is not coming through whatsoever mm, that's lovely or well, maybe it will be a two beer podcast this is going back far too easy pour the rest of it into my glass whilst i'm still talking about the beer uh oh, just it just bubbles up all that carbonation running straight to the top and you can see as i just poured the rest in that head is 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 there it's sticking around it's nice it's lovely so i'm gonna drink that probably quite a lot as it's just me talking this week i'm gonna need a lot of little sip breaks uh so playstation let's start at the beginning uh i or my brother got a playstation original playstation for a birthday i cannot remember which one it may have been a christmas I can't say exactly when it was, but I do know it was a little bit of time after PlayStation had released. It wasn't the first year that it had come out. Uh, I don't remember the exact year, but um, it must have been around 97, something like that. Uh, because the first game I played was Final Fantasy VII. I know that that released in 1997. Um, and... PlayStation has just had its anniversary, I think on the 3rd of December, that it released in Japan. So I'm pretty sure that as it's been uh, 25 years, you could do some quick maths. My brain does not want to work this evening. It can't be 25, it can't have been 1994. Maybe it was 1994. I suppose it must have been. Um, <laughs> So uh, maybe we got it two years later. Maybe it was something like 96 that we, we got one. Oh, my brother got one. I just played a lot of it. Um, but I had played one before then. Played a, a friend's um, original PlayStation. Again, things like Final Fantasy VII, which at that time absolutely blew my mind and still remains one of my favourite games that I have ever played. Uh, really looking forward to the remake. But... PlayStation just gave more and more hits, and whilst I'd come from, um, you know, being a console gamer, having had uh, previous consoles like the Sega Mega Drive, nothing had quite hit me, I think, um, until I played PlayStation. I suppose I was a bit more impressionable at that time. Uh, 1994, I was only 10, so I think it must have been when I was about 12 or something, so I would say 96 that we got it. And I think maybe an impressionable age, you know, I'd used PCs a little bit at that time as well. Uh, you know, in school we didn't have one at home, so we'd used a few at school, um, mainly playing uh, Mega Drive before that. Did I have an N64 before the PlayStation? I can never remember. This far too long ago. 25 years. That's too far to remember uh, exactly what I had when. But it just absolutely blew my mind. And there's tons and tons of games that have stuck with me to this day. Uh, you know, obviously Metal Gear Solid. Some of the other sort of more platformy kind of titles, things like Crash Bandicoot, stuff like that. Uh, just things that I hadn't experienced before. And I'll always kind of remember, um, which I do with the other consoles like the Mega Drive, um, playing, you know, with my brother, swapping the controller back and forward, playing uh, fighting games... 
you know, things like Tekken 3, stuff like that, which just, um, you know, it kind of just solidified that that was my hobby, I think, at that time. Uh, you know, did a lot of sport when I was a kid, um, played, you know, consoles a little bit and things with friends, um, but I was definitely doing a lot of different stuff and I think the PlayStation really solidified gaming for me as something that I wanted to do a lot of the time. Uh, we we uh, press and people complain about how much kids stay in these days to play things like Fortnite and stuff but I remember as a kid we were we were hanging out playing as much PlayStation then as kids are playing these days. I don't remember the the outcry, the sort of the rage that that happens now about um, you know about when we were younger playing these games. I don't know whether it, people didn't think they were quite as um, all encompassing, as enthralling, as big as maybe games are these days. But I just remember having tons of fun with with PlayStation, and we very um, quickly moved up sort of the the ranks, if you will. Uh, as games came out, we we picked up a PlayStation Two. That was definitely for Christmas, um, and I just remember not having any games for it. Uh, my 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 parents picked it up for me. They could only afford, or for, for my brother and I as a joint gift for Christmas, um, they could only afford the um, the console without any games. And I remember going to a rental shop and actually renting some games as the first things that I played. Um, but again, stuff like the GTA series that was on the PlayStation 2, uh, Metal Gear Solid 3, again, is one of my favourite games. It's just so, so good. Um, lots and lots of experiences which will just kind of remain with me. And it's it's crazy again that then the PlayStation 3 came out and that was what we got on launch. Um, we got a couple of games with that at the time. I think uh, Resistance and Heavenly Sword. And the games that we picked up with that when they came out, but it's just PlayStation has kind of stuck with me through my life. You know, I've dabbled with with the original Xbox console. I've had several Nintendo consoles, sort of through the years. But the one constant is, uh, in the gaming space has almost always been PlayStation. There was only a very small amount of time when um, PlayStation Three had released, and I'd gone to university where the, the, the PlayStation 3 that um, had been purchased stayed at my, my dad's house. So my brother had sort of full reign of being able to play the console. And I only played it when I came back, um, you know, occasionally at weekends and on holidays and things like that. And it wasn't until, uh, I think, my second year of uni um, when I um, got a PlayStation 2 for my birthday. And obviously had a, a bigger collection of, of PlayStation 2 games. So I could just take lots of games that I sort of still had to play at home. And things that started to come out on sort of both sets of consoles. Games like Guitar Hero, Rock Band, stuff like that. Where I'm kind of, uh, you know, in that kind of transition space between them. But still, PlayStation was still there. Even though I didn't have access to the, the newest kind of console at that time. It was still there. It was still a, a constant in my in my life and I find that where PC has kind of come and gone through the years excuse me so I just sub this excellent beer so where, where PC has sort of come and gone through the years 
and that's been um, you know hanging out with friends uh, when I was 16 and and setting up kind of a couple of computers together through a LAN and playing games together and then playing lots of um, online multiplayer games things like EverQuest jumping into World of Warcraft you know again another university um, a game I played a lot when I was at university um, PlayStation has still sort of been there uh, and I don't think I missed out very much on um, you know those couple of years where I didn't have a PlayStation uh, to hand still happened when I went back to my, my dad's house occasionally uh, I don't think anything kind of came close to the experiences that I had on PlayStation so I picked up a GameCube had that in my first year of university um, got to the end of the year and then sold it because I got to the end of the year and I had no money. Um, so I sold the GameCube that I picked up with my student loan at the beginning of the year. Played a few games. Again, going back to like Metal Gear Solid. One of the games that I remember playing a lot of on the GameCube. Um, Super Mario Sunshine. Stuff like that. But again, experiences which kind of either I'd already had. Um, and again, things like Mario Kart played that with uh, friends' places. And, and on the GameCube, we had Double Dash. So experiences that I'd already had and played and experience which were maybe the best properties so Super Mario Sunshine great game but not the best sort of Mario 3D Mario game uh, in my opinion at least so again it, it just sort of nothing kind of stacked up to that and I think it was the once I then sold my GameCube I think it was the birthday after that sort of uh, almost five months six months later that I then got a PlayStation again and started to, um, you know, really get back into into gaming more so than just the MMOs that I was um, that I was playing, and obviously all the university work that I was doing at the time. So uh, it it just PlayStation kind of means something to me. And whilst on Tanked Up, um, we're not really kind of brand associated. We don't really, um, you know, we don't really choose one thing over another in terms of, uh, you know, if you're going to get a, an experience on kind of all consoles, that's brilliant, you know. Um, I don't like the idea of sort of third-party exclusivity. I can understand exclusivity for first parties, but I'm not a big third-party exclusivity kind of guy. Does that make it second party then? I don't remember. Um I would like some kind of future where everything is on everything. That would be brilliant. Uh, yes, the idea of having big, big games as system sellers wouldn't exist anymore. Uh, we wouldn't have, I suppose, as many PlayStation 4s that had been sold without the absolutely stellar lineup of games that have come out on the PlayStation 4 in the last few years. So um, it, it would change the future, it would change the console business uh, a little bit. But now I'm invested in the ecosystem, at least from PlayStation 3 onwards, with sort of like the online uh, persona, trophies, all of those sorts of things. And the library, the big back catalogue that I now have of games. I'm invested in the ecosystem. I'm invested in this brand so much as when the new consoles release. I would reach for a PlayStation 5 over the Xbox even if they both come out at exactly the same price but the Xbox was 
I don't know what would get me to, to buy one. If it was a little bit more powerful in terms of its graphical cap capability and its processing power, or it released with a slew of five or six exclusives, which, you know, the, the press critics, everyone were saying these are phenomenal experiences. Having those moments that I experienced with, with you know, through the catalogue of PlayStation games across each of the generations, those different experiences, you know, Final Fantasy VII, um, GTA San Andreas, or GTA Three, in fact, uh, Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid Three, just all of these fantastic experiences, which every time I played them, either did something kind of gameplay-wise, which I'd never experienced before, opened up the world, which I'd never experienced before, gave me story, narrative, and delivered it in a way that interacted with me that, again, I hadn't experienced before. If Xbox could do that, then sure, I may abandon PlayStation and jump across. But I think, for the moment, I'm pretty set in the, um, in the PlayStation ecosystem. And knowing that I'm going to reach, I suppose, for a, um, for a PlayStation 5. So, that leads on quite well to what do I want from the, um, from the PlayStation 5. And the real answer is, not a huge amount. I will probably pick up the PlayStation 5 um, on release, or as close to release as... I can. I don't know whether the games that are going to release uh, alongside the console will justify having to pick the console up from day one. Um, and whilst I'm not a big proponent for something like backwards compatibility, uh, I think PlayStation would be silly not to include it. So if I can buy a PlayStation 5 and I don't get any games with it when it releases, I need to be able to dip back into my library. I've got to be able to play some PlayStation 4 games, whether that is downloading them and having some kind of patch which then allows me to play it on the PlayStation 5. It doesn't need to be improved graphics. You know, Use the hardware to improve your speeds and things like that. But if I'm playing The Last of Us 2 next year and the PlayStation releases about eight months later, PlayStation 5, sorry, releases eight months later, I want to be able to experience that on the PlayStation 5. If Ghost of Tsushima comes out six months before the release, three months before the release of PlayStation 5, I want to be able to experience that on the PlayStation 5. And as I said, don't need those graphical upgrades for these PlayStation 4 games. I just want to be able to play them on there. Um, say backwards compatibility has never been sort of a priority for me. I've never felt the need to go back to older games, at least from previous generations as well. Uh, and I don't think I've played many, um, let's say, not remakes, but remasters. Um, you know, something like Shadow of the Colossus, which I played on PlayStation 2 to a certain point. Um was then a completely not like completely different experience, but such a such a difference between those two games, the PlayStation 2 game and then the PlayStation 4 remake by Bluepoint. They were so 
different that you still got that sense of scale and just an overwhelming sense on the on the on the colossus when you fought them when you came to them and with the world that that kind of upgrade between them was was quite big i don't think we're going to get that same upgrade between ps4 and ps5 i think the the upgrade this time is going to be a little bit more in the speeds so processing power hard drive speeds loading times things like that so more stuff again as we had with PS3 to PS4, the idea that there's more particles able to do stuff on screen, that you can have more characters on screen at one time. That draw distances kind of don't really exist anymore. It's kind of as far as, you know, you're able to sort of see uh, experiences that you can go anywhere that you can see. You know, we have those kinds of things already. That was kind of the, the last jump. And I sort of see this next jump as being just as kind of incremental, almost. You know, it's not that big graphical leap that we had, say, between PS2 and PS3 through the PS3's life cycle as well. You know, those differences in games that came out at the start of, of PS3 to the end of PS3 as well. You think of something like how Heavenly Sword looks, and then look at how The Last of Us looks. Those differences that we saw. And yes... We haven't had that as much through the PS4, so um, stuff that released on the PS4 at the start, even stuff that released on the PS3, now to games that are coming out, um, there is a difference, absolutely, but it's very incremental. You can see that very easy flow through them, through the different games that have come out through the life, life cycle of the PS4. So I think that that jump up is going to be incremental, and I think it's going to be speeds that are the big difference with the with the PlayStation 5. So processing speed and hard drive speed, loading times, and how much can happen within a, um, a, a single kind of shot as you're looking what's going on around you and what can process, how quickly you can turn a camera. Um, Lucy and I discussed it when we talked about con control. There's a little bit of stuttering there. You know, the game kind of jars a little bit on the base PS4. Um, the version that I'm playing it on. So it, the, the base PS4 now is not quite keeping up with the speed that is demanded by some games. So suddenly I think we're just going to be able to just switch any game on on the, on the PS5 or even on the, on the newest Xbox, on Scarlet, and it will just be a smooth, smooth experience. So speeds. What did I say? Backwards compatibility? Yes, definitely. Um, to be able to play, say, the last year's worth of PlayStation 4, um, games and third-party games, you know, the last year's worth of games to be able to play because we don't know what's coming out within the first six months to a year of the new consoles. And speeds. They're kind of my top two things, at least in the first uh, few months of PlayStation 5's life. Uh, what I then kind of want out of that is obviously more games. More games. I loved almost every release that has come out, every exclusive that has come out for PlayStation 4. Um, the only ones that I haven't yet played have been um, Days Gone and Medieval. So two games this year. Medieval was a bit of an odd one. Um, I played the demo, enjoyed it, but didn't really feel like I was going to get much from the remake. Uh, I played the original on the PlayStation so I kind of thought to myself, well, actually, 
not not really feeling it enough to to jump in. You know, it wasn't that much of a difference between uh, that Shadow Colossus gave me. Um, and then Days Gone, I don't know why I didn't pick up Days Gone. I haven't got a clue. It's retained its price. It hasn't dropped down that much in the sales and things. I've been thinking about picking it up. Um, uh, recently, I picked up Control instead. They were both about the same price on PSN in the in the um, Black Friday Cyber Monday sales. So um, I chose Control over Days Gone. But I would like to experience it. Uh, and I may do at some point in the in the coming year, let's say. But things like God of War, Spider-Man are absolutely phenomenal. Phenomenal games. Generational games. I've got no doubt that someone will pick Spider-Man as their favourite game of the last decade, as their favourite game of the of this console generation. Some people will pick God of War. Absolutely. As their favourite game of this um, of this console generation, and I think the same can be said for loads and loads of of, of, of exclusives that um, that PlayStation has had um, sort of through the years. You know, The Last of Us is just such a big, just such a phenomenal storytelling kind of masterpiece. Um, would anyone pick? No, oh, Metal Gear Solid Five. I was going to say Metal Gear Solid Five, but it wasn't. That was a multi-platform game, wasn't it? So we'll skip over that one, shall we? Um, but the the things that have kind of stuck out to me a little bit more, uh, and uh, a game which currently is featuring in my top ten list for this year is Concrete Genie. Spoilers for people who are listening to or going to listen to uh, when we have our end of year chat. Uh, but Concrete Genie is a much smaller experience. It's shorter than a lot of the games that I've just mentioned. It's a little more open in how you experience it. It has got a story, but it's not driven by that. It um, has a little bit of combat, but it's not driven by that. It's very creative in what it allows you to do. Um, you know, painting on walls, creating these genies to follow you around and open up new paths. Um, I did read that it has a Christmas or a holiday, a holiday update. So I think you can jump back into Concrete Genie and it will have some kind of um, new pack, new paint pack, which lets you do holiday, Christmassy type stuff, Santa hats maybe, and things. Uh, so um, I want to see a little bit more of that. A little bit more of the smaller and experimental experiences. That's what I want more, I think, in PlayStation 5. Yes, we're going to get those big games. Of course we are. You know, Naughty Dog are putting out The Last of Us 2. They're working on something else as well. Absolutely. Uh, Santa Monica. They're working on something else which is going to come out in the next console generation. All of the first party studios and any that they then pick up as well. Insomniac whether they're making Spider-Man 2 or something else um, we're going to see those on the next console but I want these smaller experiences these slightly more experimental things and I think PlayStation were very clever in um, getting Kojima on board for Death Stranding and yes it's coming out on PC at some point in the start of next year I believe published by 505 Games uh but they were very clever in, in setting Kojima up 
in funding a little bit for it, in helping him to establish his new studio. And essentially releasing it on PlayStation first before anything else. That is absolutely an experimental title. It's not a big third-party game that everyone is going to experience. You know, God of War, Spider-Man, they are those games. They are the big games which people can say, oh, this is really easy to get into. Okay, I'm not really feeling this kind of very heavy, solid action of God of War or the setting or, you know, boy. But you've got Spider-Man, which is kind of still an action game, but almost the opposite to God of War. It's light, it's fast, it's fluid. And uh, Death Stranding is not those things. So that is an experimental title, absolutely. Concrete Genie as well, another experimental title. So I want to see a little bit more of those. And they don't need to be the scale of, of Death Stranding. They can bring it back to that scale that Concrete Genie gave. They can bring it back a little bit you know, lower than that. I know Pixelope has made Entwined before Concrete Genie. So they made a smaller experience. They've obviously scaled up significantly since then but we could see smaller studios whether they become first party studios or they're just making exclusives smaller exclusives for the console I kind of want to see PlayStation and Sony embrace that and give us a little bit more uh, and the final thing I want is improved PlayStation Network PlayStation Network has been an issue since it launched. It's slower than whether you're playing on PC or um, it's direct comparison to um, Xbox Live. Download speeds, connection speeds, everything is just a little lacking. Um, and also, you know, navigation through things like the store, finding stuff. People, you often hear people having issues with like the registration of their games when suddenly they've moved their PlayStation and hooked it back up again, and everything you have to restore all of the registration files and the licenses for you to be able to play anything. And that's you know not difficult to do, but why do you need to do that? What pain, what pain in the ass, uh, especially I've been seeing that a lot recently because I'm moving house next week does not worry me but it just makes me think what another like hoop that I would have to do so I don't want to have to do any of that I kind of want to just be able to turn on my PlayStation 5 look at my whole library pick the game I want pick the game that other people are playing that maybe I want to jump into very quickly very seamlessly be able to join them play that you know we were playing the division 2 at the start of the year and um, playing with Adol and Adam, trying to then make a party on PlayStation, trying to join each other's different games. It's convoluted. It's long-winded. It needs to be um, streamlined, slimmed down, and just made very, very easy. And I know they've released a few patches and updates which have tried to improve on these already. Uh, but just the idea of sort of like a PSN 2 to take us forward... Uh, and come out at the same time as the PlayStation 5 um, is maybe actually a bigger want than anything else than all of these other things just better infrastructure, a better way of being able to do stuff uh, you know, I'm not fussed about having to download something to my console, I don't need to stream things from a server somewhere um, you know, I'm lucky that I live in a city with good internet to allow me to be able to do those things 
and download stuff and even to stream stuff I you know I, I think if I had some kind of streaming service for games um, whether I use play PS now whether it was stadia whether it was something else I think I'd be um, you know reasonable in what I what I received but I don't need that to be able to download something put it onto a solid state drive and just rip it up so quickly would be would be brilliant that is that is kind of what I what I want from the from the PlayStation 5. And we've still got a year, roughly, I would imagine, um, if they release it around about the 3rd of, of November, uh, December, sorry, um, 3rd of December, kind of next year. Maybe it come out, maybe it will be November. I seem to remember the PS4 was a November release. Worldwide, so maybe we'll get a, a similar kind of thing. We, we know that Scarlet or at least we think that Scarlet is um, is going to be releasing around about that holiday sort of time as well. So both consoles kind of, with the PS3, that came later um, than the 360. The Xbox One came a little bit later than the PS4. They're going to want to hit within the same, say, week or two of each other. So I would say early November for, for both consoles. So we've got about a year, roughly, until the next console releases. And a lot of games to play uh, before that, a lot of games to play before that. Next year is looking absolutely insane. Uh, Final Fantasy VII, Cyberpunk 2077, The Last of Us 2, Ghost of Tsushima, four big games that I'm looking forward to. Will I have time to play them? Who knows? Will I get through all of them to their completion? Who knows? If The Witcher 3 is anything to go by, which is absolutely game of the fucking world ever lifetime um if if cyberpunk is anywhere near that I'm gonna be playing that game for a long time um i suppose i was quite lucky when the witcher came out because the only thing i wanted to play after that was um metal gear solid 5 which released i think in the september so i had a good um from may through to september to play the witcher 3 so long long time not going to get that with cyberpunk not going to have that same amount of time to put into it again another reason I want backwards compatibility on the PS5 as soon as I upgrade to the new console let me play Cyberpunk and finish it let me play Ghost of Tsushima and finish it let me play the next or let me not play Final Fantasy but go back to what we're getting this Midgar experience to play through when the next experience comes out which is of course going to be on the next console so yes that is what I want from PlayStation 5 all of the things going forward so I suppose I will finish because we're going for a little bit now I find it's quite easy just to fucking rant don't you especially when you've got a couple of beers in you so I kind of wanted to reel off my favourite game from each generation, but I don't think I will. I think I will just say, and I've named a lot of games so far, and, and exclusives as well, and you can tell from what I've said what my favourite games of kind of different console generations have been. So Final Fantasy 7 for the PlayStation 1, I think Metal Gear Solid 3 for the PlayStation 2, PS3 is probably The Last of Us, well no, it is The Last of Us, PS4 is a difficult one because we've still got other games to come out. I think so far, I 
Now I'm really sure what my favourite um, first party exclusive has been. Um, obviously, I haven't used first party exclusives for the other generations. So, Final Fantasy VII and, and Metal Gear Solid Three not first party exclusive games. Um, so I don't know for for PlayStation Four, which that's still to be kind of decided. Whether that's uh, you know just before the the PS Five comes out, we have that conversation um, with with the three of us. We'll we'll we shall see. I think so far, I don't know. I mean, God of War is up there, but I'm I I don't know something about Red Dead Redemption Two just grabbed me. Loads of people are going to be going, what a what a knob. Uh, what a boring experience Red Dead Redemption 2 was how much better God of War was and for some people absolutely true absolutely God of War was phenomenal brilliant game something about Red Dead Redemption 2 just grabbed me um, and I can see I can see one of those four games that are coming out next year pushing that down a little bit I love I love The Last of Us if they capture that again and just improve on it excellent cyberpunk i love cyberpunk i love the the, the setting i love sci-fi i love uh you know stuff like all carbon the, the the books i like the series as well so um cyberpunk really really kind of grabs me final fantasy 7 remake i mean i'm gonna play that of course i am and um ghost of tsushima samurais i mean i'm i'm completely down completely down for that, especially from what they've shown so far. So I don't know what it will be for PlayStation 4. We've still got another year to explore that and to discuss. So I suppose I'll leave it there. Um, this beer, Geeked Up, from Gamma Brewing Company, is really, really good. It's For a 7% beer, I could easily, easily mistake this for something much lighter. But it's still full of flavour. It still absolutely packs it in. There's lots of lovely sediment in the bottom too. And it's still just as tasty, just as big, you know, right at the end of the, the can as well. That's retained its flavour and retained its sort of its punch uh, quite well. Still getting those lovely stone fruit flavours at the start. That slightly fermented, maybe a little sort of piney end to it, that dank end which creeps in. Um, that's still there, uh, and it's just very, very easy to drink. Uh, for those of you that are here for the beer, the other beer I was going to drink was going to be the uh, Baskland Bulletproof Tiger. I think I'm going to go inside. I'm going to stop recording now. I'm going to let you all go back to your jobs, your commutes, your drives, your days, your evenings, whatever you're doing right now. I'm going to go inside. I'm going to hang out with the wife. And I'm going to drink Bulletproof Tiger. And maybe, if you're lucky, I'll take a photo and stick it up on Instagram. But you might not be that lucky. Because I might not remember. Because I'm moving house. And I'm thinking about 5,000 other things. So, if you want to talk to uh, me... On the internet, you can do so in lots of different ways. At Nova underscore 47. Almost everywhere. We are at Tanked Up Cast on Twitter and on Instagram. Go and follow us on both of those to see the beers that we drink. Pictures of them. 
Uh, if you're not a YouTube viewer and you don't see us pouring these beers and drinking them and you can see them in all of their glory and our beautiful faces, um, you know, go to one of those and you will see that. Go to outoflives.net to listen to the other podcasts. Look at other articles that we write. Uh, I did just put up an article about several games that I played this year that I thought warranted a little bit more comment. Things that I've talked about, games that I've talked about on the podcast, uh, Sparklight, Draugen, Narcos, what else was it? The Walking Dead, the final season. Uh, the Sojourn. There's one more. Greedful. So I, I say a little bit about more about those those games. Sort of my final thoughts, I suppose. Um, whether I'm going to be going back to them, whether I think I'm going to play them or pick them up again. So you can go and see that on the site. That, that went up uh, yesterday. So go there. Go to outoflives.net. And obviously hit up uh, Juicy Loose 9 and the Omniarch on their um, social medias. Chat to them. Let them know whether you think they're not needed anymore. And I can just do one-man shows every week for the next, I don't know, until my brain explodes from moving house. Uh, and with that, be warned that next week, I don't know whether there will be an episode. We'll see. We'll see whether Adel and Lucy uh, are about, whether I've got the time, whether I am free, whether my PC has been packed down, or what we're doing. Uh, so just a bit of pre-warning for you. Uh, but, I mean, that 7% beer is, especially with a few I had before, definitely starting to creep in. You can feel it. You can feel it just coming in, just towards the end. Just muddles your mind very slightly. But still beautiful. Absolutely beautiful beer. As is... The PlayStation consoles. Which is a final remark. I've just won some kind of world record for most consoles sold or some bullshit. Who knows? But irrelevant of the console, of the system, PC or otherwise, phones, handhelds, consoles, home consoles, whatever you play does not matter. Because we all get to experience excellent games, narratives, Loads of different stuff that we can all come together, have a beer over, and chat. So, for this week, I've been tanked up. Bye. www.outoflives.net